Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Thank you so much to everybody who came out to support the Temple Street Children's Hospital Foundation. We had a brilliant show last Saturday. All the acts absolutely ripped it up. They were class. And we raised thousands of euro for the hospital. So thank you genuinely. Thank you so much for your support on that. Uh, this week, I'm going to be do- doing a preview down in Collins in Cork. By um, I think it's Collins. Down in Cork, they pronounce it Collins. It looks like Cocklands, the way it's spelled. It's C-O-U-G-H-L-A-N-S. But anyway... Down in Collins in the Comedy Cavern this Thursday, the 20th of June. Uh, get down to Collins for the show. It's going to be a preview of my show, Son of a Preacher Man. And then next week, I'm going to be back down in Cork again at Coco's Comedy Club, Wednesday, the 26th of June. And then after that, I'm going to be down in the famous, Cork's famous, Wonky Donkey Comedy Club on February the 26th of June. Keep up to date with all my upcoming shows on my social media. The social media handle is at HelloStevo. And I'm happy to announce that I will indeed be going to the Edinburgh Fringe Festival this year live from the Gilded Balloon. I'm going to be posting more details on all that soon, but I'll be there from uh, a little short stint, July the 31st to August the 4th. I'm looking forward to doing that. Also delighted to announce I'm going to be returning to the Vodafone Comedy Festival in the Ivy Gardens this coming July. I'm going to be doing a couple of shows on uh, at that festival. So if you get on to www.vodafonecomedy.com and look out for my face on the list of comedians there, if you click on my face you can buy tickets to the shows that I will be on I'm looking forward to that on the podcast today I told you that I was going to be doing something a little bit different uh, from time to time and you're going to find out over the next couple of episodes the little different bits and pieces that we're going to be doing but specifically today you're going to be meeting a fairly cool character who's going to become a regular on the show Jenna Logan is somebody who has genuinely made me laugh a lot for a long time. We worked together a long time ago, and I'm delighted to say that she's going to be coming along on parts of this podcasting journey with me. Um, I really don't want to tell you any more because Jenna, to be honest with you, speaks for herself. Um, If you have any questions or comments for Jenna that you would like her to respond to, please send me a message on Instagram. uh, And no doubt uh, Jenna will have her unique ideas and point of view uh, for you on those different types of subject matter and topics. But for now, ladies and gentlemen, I'm delighted to introduce you to Jenna. You're welcome. (laughs) You could change your 
Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. And I want to introduce to you a, a legend in her mm. own right. And mind. <laughs> thank you. Jenna Logan, thanks for being here. Well, thank you, Stephen, for we're, having me. We're going to hang out for a while, I think, and we're going to just have some fun doing this. And I'm just delighted to have you here, you know. I'm not going to go all American on it, sorry. Yeah, don't go American. And also, I mean, I'm delighted to have you here. Right. Because you are in my home. Although I realize this is radio and I should be painting a broader picture. Here we are, live from Town Hall. <laughs> Or here we no, are, you know, live. Your, your home is pretty, like, I think you're pretty cool. Let's not give away locations or all that no, kind of stuff. No, God, no. They'll this be goes at really my well. door. You'll get stalkers. Jeez. You'll get stalkers. I've got enough of those. Yeah, oh, wait, I know. no, I'm a stalker. <laughs> no, got that wrong way round. This is, I mean, no. I'm pre- I feel privileged that to be here from the point of view of, like, you're old school. Like, it's even to get in contact with you is not a... <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You had to write me a letter two weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but you really look. We yeah. we've emailed, right? And yes, it's just like that's emailed. how we talk. But like when you when you but no, yeah. when you send an email, like I know you've written an email. You've actually sat down at the computer and gone. I'm writing this email. Yeah, and it's hilarious to me that you're you're saying you're old school, Jenna. You wrote an email, <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god, that's old school now. Do, uh, well, I mean, in the context of like you're not doing any of this living in the internet bullshit. You haven't got your smartphone. Oh, yeah, this is correct. Like I don't have a smartphone. And why don't I have a smartphone? I suppose just at, you know, when it got really popular, I just couldn't believe the price of the damn things. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it was, a, it was a question of economics. And I would hear people, oh, we got the new smartphone 176 XP. I don't know what the fuck these things are. And they're like, I paid 800 euro. And I'm just like, holy shit, where'd you get that money? It is like, nuts, actually, you know, you put you're it like in that. food service like me. Yeah. Sorry, did you take out a loan? What yeah, happened? Yeah, yeah. Have you ever had one? Uh-uh. No, I've never, never had one. No, I just recently, in the past six months... I think it was in the past six months. I wrote my first um, message on a smartphone, and I found it all really oh so complicated. And the little buttons, but they're not buttons, and you're not really touching anything. And I just oh god, it just tires me to think of it. Did you lo- l- use lots of emojis? No. And what's the fun? And people are like, put the aubergine. It's a penis. And I'm like, what? An over? I can't. How is an aubergine a penis? It's true. Yeah, it's true. There's I, a whole other language out there that you're not missing out on, to be honest with you. Yeah. I mean, it is an amazing thing. Like you meet people sometimes and they're like, they code, you know, that's like what they do. And yeah. they can write this incredible, crazy language. Oh, like proper internet language. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. makes the computer work. Yeah. And then there's the people that are like emoji savvy. And I'm like, that's yeah. not anything worth having. Yeah, and people who say that. lol. I think I do say lol, actually. I know, I say ironically, it too, yeah. It's ironic. It though. is ironic. That's, I gotta say it's ironic. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I just... Anyway, yeah. So, I don't have a smartphone. I have an old Nokia. Everybody slags me about it. And I don't care because... Yeah. Who wants to be that in touch? Yeah. I well, mean, you're, you're fucking right. I actually did a thing last week and uh, where I've, I have been like counting, like I won't turn on my phone till a certain hour of the day that I have to, for example. Because mm-hmm. the, the impulse is with these stupid things is just, you're not even out of bed. Yeah, and it's yeah, on and you're yeah. flicking and messaging and and it none of it is good. No, it's not anything. You're not enriching your life. No. You're not enhancing anything. No. It's just all bullshit. It's just all a waste of time. And look, you know, I'm saying all this stuff and I'm you have such a rich life. You know? <laughs> yeah, such a rich life out there in the real world. 
the world of books. I mean, Jesus, all I you are is, reading though. You are reading books. Yeah, like, no, I read. Like yeah. I, I enjoy reading, and I can't imagine like even people are like, oh, I have a Kindle. I've got like ten thousand. Oh, you books won't do Kindle later. No, I don't yeah. do Kindle. Jesus yeah. Christ, I live in a tangible world. You yeah. know, I want to touch actual things. And people would be like, well, isn't a Kindle an actual thing? And I'm like, look, smartass, that's not my point. <laughs> um, but no, I think that, um, you know, I want to live in the world. And also, when I'm saying all this, I, I'm, not, I'm not being, you know, self-righteous. Because the truth of the matter is, I know myself very well. And if I did get a smartphone, oh, it's over. Really? Like, I would be addicted. Like, okay. you know, we're performers. On some level, I think part of um, a performative personality is that you have an addictive personality oh, and you know that's, a, that's an interesting theory I, I do believe that you know you, you think about how many actors or comedians or you know whatever they've dealt with like serious addiction issues Musicians be it are, you know, yeah, yeah, drugs yeah, yeah, or yeah. alcohol but it can be something as simple as screens and people get addicted to that stuff. Yeah, for sure. We you know we get attached to these box sets and we binge watch and you know it's awful. And yeah. people say, oh, my God, and it was 4.30 a.m. before I knew it, and I had to get up at 6 and go to work and feed my kids, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, well, for God's sake, why didn't you go to bed? But I'm the same way. Right. I, can't, I cannot turn stuff off. And so this is... So you've done this in the past? You've had addictive stuff in the past? Of course I have. Go on. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> How quickly? I mean, are we even 10 minutes in? My God. You know, I mean, I, I've certainly dealt with, like, the issue of, you know, drinking, which... Uh. Oh, yeah, I'm not going down that path. Not not this first time out, Steve. I, do, I yeah. had to deal with that this, myself this week, and it's fucking, it's not pretty, oh. man. It's not pretty. No. I, I was hungover yesterday for the first time. I genuinely don't know the last time I've been hungover. Yeah. Like, gone out drinking, drinking. And it's, uh, yeah, it's just a down I can't handle the next day. No, it it's terrible. It's yeah. a chemical. Like, yeah. your chemicals are all messed up, Ugh. and you're the horror. You want to eat shit food make it worse oh my god you do your body is just like can i have all the grease get yeah. it get it into That's me exactly. now what is it about grease yeah i don't know it's just i think it's because what you've robbed yourself of lubricant i don't know <laughs> like I, that sounds dirty but yeah i don't know your brain is suddenly all dry and it just wants like to get re-greased Moisture. yeah re-grease re it up to re this brain we need some lube up there yeah wd-40 in the brain, brain. lube just brain stick lube. it in your ear so do you do so do so that's a genuine active thing that you do to keep on the straight and narrow on some sense to like what stay not away look from at smartphones oh yeah i mean i don't know if i just i just know if i open that door i won't be able to shut it you yeah. know let me tell you something so I may not have a smartphone, but of course, you know, I have a laptop. I'm not a total dinosaur. Oh, and, uh, I didn't know that. Right. Oh, did you not? How do you think I typed those emails? Oh, you've got a desktop here. Like, so I thought you're like... Oh, yeah. Well, that's... You come home, you take off your jacket, you hang it on the thing. <laughs> exactly. You, know, you put on your glasses, my, my typing glasses. I put on my loafers, <laughs> yeah. my house shoes. Light your pipe. Exactly. <laughs> and I have a little, a little cap with a long tail yeah, and a yeah, tassel. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, we, yeah, anyway, I have a laptop. This this setup in the corner, that's something else, but okay, that's about right. a partner that we, we won't ever mention again because he'd be <laughs> horrified. He'd be like, don't talk don't, about don't me. Don't mention my don't name. Don't ever speak of me. Can we me. give him a fake name? Oh, God, could we? But then he'd be like, don't call me by a fake, just don't, I don't want to be alive in this podcast <laughs> okay, thing. Sorry. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, so we won't talk about him. Anyway, so I have my own laptop. And uh, so what does, what do you get on a laptop? You get Microsoft, uh, office suite 
Yes. And part of that is the solitaire collection. Ah, no, because I'm 97 <laughs> and I play solitaire and all of the associated games. Minesweeper. I don't play. I actually, uh, can I tell you something? I've never figured out Minesweeper, which no. probably, I don't understand what the hell the point of that game is. Well, you have to clear the whole thing without hitting a mine. Yeah. Right? But it, they ne- it never makes sense to me. It the numbers There's no five are touching this thing. I was like, do they touch them diagonally or yeah. not diagonally? Yeah, There's got to be a pattern. Yeah. It's like when I was a kid and I was on a bowling league. I know. Does the <laughs> coolness ever stop with Jenna? The big Lebowski here. Yeah, Fucking so hell. I was probably like 10 or 11. I was on a bowling league because I was so not where, what paint, you'd call a sporty child. Is this in the US? Oh, yeah, of course it is. Where, yeah. where, where in the US is this? Well, it gets even better because it was Beaverton, Oregon. Beaverton. That's right. My high school's mascot was a beaver. So <laughs> Beaverton High School, home of the beavers. Yeah. Is that before that before it became a derogatory term? Or I think beaver? it's always been a derogatory okay. term. I, I think that one's been in fashion, if you will. I'm yeah. a beaver mascot. Ever since the day of the, what, the beaver coat back in the 1920s. But anyway, that's okay, too right. far back. <laughs> That's not when I was on the bowling yeah. league, by the way, children. Uh, no, so I was probably 10 or 11. I'm on a bowling league. My poor father had to get up every Saturday morning. Instead of taking his kid like to soccer or something useful, he's like, let's go bowling. And it was all these other kids, and it was like a kid's bowling league. But however, so it was a bowling alley, and they had the arcade, of course, with all the games. Yeah, yeah. And they had uh, my personal favorite, a Miz, a Pac-Man Pac-Man, yes. Ms. Pac-Man. Oh, Ms. Pac-Man. Ms. M-S. M-S. Ms. Pac-Man. Yeah, no, no, that was a real thing. Right, okay. And I remember... What was the difference? She had a bow. Oh. (laughs) She had a bow and there was like more pink highlights on the game console. Gender incorrect or something. Well, (laughs) I know, but I felt like that she was Ms. Pac-Man, you know, sister was doing it for herself kind of thing. So... I had a pattern because that was a whole thing about those old arcade games is you had to find the pattern. And once you had the pattern nailed, you could, you know, go level to level to level. You could keep, ex, you know, accelerating or um, accessing. I've never even thought of that because anytime oh, I God, played so a game, yeah. I always tried to pick up skills to, you know, be really good at the game. Yeah. But you're looking at it completely differently. Well, I think it's that, all patterns. I think that's how they make the games now. Like these, yeah. these home consoles you get and you play all this stuff like, I don't know what, Auto Thief expert i don't know what they're how, called how old are you? yeah grand theft auto and all that yeah yeah, grand yeah, 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 yeah. that's the one that's the one. Speaker, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but so i remember this like glorious moment at ms pac-man where i could feel these people gathering behind me as no. i'm on the stick and on the screen and going go 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 and wow. higher and higher levels and i remember someone saying uh leaning to the person next to them and going yeah she's got a pattern and I just thought, I fucking arrived. Like, <laughs> I'm 11 years old, and I am queen of this bowling alley arcade. Well, you weren't bowling at all. You were just doing pack. Well, you know, maybe it was like after right, the game, right. I was unwinding. Yeah, you yeah. Know, <laughs> after the tension of the lanes. Having the smoke. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just was like, Dad, I'll be within a minute. I got a What age were you? It's like 11. Shit. Yeah, I know. I, anyway, we were pretty trashy. You were trashy? <laughs> well, I feel like that's Would a pretty trashy story. Would you white trash? No, I don't think we you were living in a trailer. No, no, we weren't living in a trailer. Right. God no. Uh, but I wouldn't say we were solidly middle class. We were on the lower end of that's, middle class. That's really tough in the states because it's um, it's not the social. 
hasn't got the social welfare infrastructure infrastructure like I lived in the UK for a while and realised what a socialist country Ireland was yeah at the bottom you do better here than you do in a lot of other countries absolutely yeah I mean and I I don't want to paint the wrong picture here I mean my dad I was raised by my dad and and he was fully employed i mean he, yeah. you know we owned our house it wasn't oh, okay. a great house or anything ah, fuck off then yeah <laughs> no it was my yeah jesus you were wealthy by our standards we, owned our we were all living in tenements <laughs> until 1996 well, so it was just you and your dad yeah just me and my dad yeah that's pretty uh that's pretty cool is he still about no he's not unfortunately uh dad passed when i was about 20 uh, brain aneurysm five uh, years ago yeah, exactly exactly Stephen uh, yeah those brain aneurysms they will fell you like a stone yeah. so you gotta look out for those yeah yeah Jesus get your brain annual brain scan I don't know is that a thing I'm not sure aneurysm is when the blood stops going there for a second is it it's like there's a I think god I should know this it's like in my family I could drop dead any minute here really Stephen. oh yeah <laughs> Yeah, so get ready. Not on this podcast. <laughs> no, no, wait until three in, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. then there's like a legend. I was oh. really enjoying the show, and then she died. And then right in the middle of the podcast, it was crazy. <laughs> um, and he, it's weird that Stephen didn't edit that out. <laughs> he could have. I feel like he could have worked around that. Insensitive. But yeah, he took climate. her right down to the last death gurgle. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Anything else? And any last words for the for the for your companion, <laughs> who shall not be named? Do the dishes. <laughs> That's it. Uh, yeah, so anyway, I think it's something like what? There's a vein in your brain that clogs and the blood builds up and then right. the vein bursts. Yeah, it's no it's no damn good. And is it in an instant death thing or is it is well, like, in a bad state for a while? Occasionally you hear about like famous people who have one and survive. Like the drummer from R.E.M. I think had a brain aneurysm. I mean, he wouldn't have been missed anyway. <laughs> oh! <laughs> I'm afraid Sorry, that was very harsh. I'm not, not invested enough in REM yeah. to be able to say anything useful there, but yeah. uh yeah, I don't know. I'm sure he had family. Um <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he would, sorry. He would have been messed by That someone. was the, that was a joke yeah. and in bad taste. <laughs> oh my god. Um yeah, so anyway, it can a lot of times Laura Branigan. I don't know if you're familiar with her work. Is Gloria from Modern Family, no. No, no, no. <laughs> Jesus, pop song from the 80s. Very popular. Some okay. of our listening audience may remember Gloria by Laura Branigan. Laura uh, Branigan. Anyway, she died age 46. Brain aneurysm. Yeah. Straight. Dead. Yeah. Just right. dead. And your dad as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, as far as I know, well, Jesus, I don't like to dwell on it. Yeah, you yeah, know, sorry. it's like, did he suffer? I'm not sure he wasn't <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah. This is Joe Duffy. Just... Do you ever listen to Joe Duffy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's fucking okay. like, Tell us more about that. Yeah, yeah. And how sad were you? How sad? <laughs> how sad? How long before they found the body? It's a very Irish yeah. thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And tell us more. Ah, oh, well, 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 good luck or so. Good luck with that. <laughs> yeah. Good That's luck with do. that. They bring you to the darkest, darkest place. And I know. Oh, you know. It's terrible, terrible. Okay, but. Next caller. Yeah. Yeah, moving on. Yeah, it's fucking, yeah. That's very Irish. Do you find that in uh, Irish people do that a lot? Because uh, I kind of just did it. Yeah, I know you did just do it. Didn't well, if you? you look at if you look at um, uh, all Irish theatre and Irish um, film is fucking yeah. like this is a big miserable kind of oh, we have to go dark and cry for half an hour. For well, it. it's true. I mean, sometimes it's done well, and other times you're like, just get me out of it. I have yeah. to, okay. You know what? Actually, when I moved here, so I've been here for about ten or eleven years. And I moved here and, you know, started making friends, going to movies, doing stuff. And we went and saw this film called, um, I have to pronounce it correctly, uh, Garage. Oh, Garage, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which I would say Garage. Garage. <laughs> garage. <laughs> and it was with uh, Pat, Short. Pat Short. Right. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. so the whole thing is about this sort of 
simple man, shall yes. we say, in yeah. a small Irish village. In the Midlands, yeah. Uh, yeah, and I just thought, this is the most depressing fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. Why would someone want to sit through this? And of course, I'm looking around and the audience is wrapped. Yes. Like they are yeah, yeah. just in it. Yeah. And I'm like, I just want to go. It, like, probably, it probably touches a chord with a lot of, because I've watched it and I do love it, but it's too, it's too fucking real. Yeah. The problem is when you like we used to we I lived uh, grew up down in the south in Cork and we used to it used to be a long fucking trek if you're ever coming up to yeah, Dublin yeah, yeah. and there wasn't motorways and all that so you had to go through all you these had to take a mule towns. didn't you we had to take a mule yeah it was yeah, just yeah. a track a rutted was, track my Latina mother had a mule get <laughs> <laughs> oh <my laughs> on and uh, but going through those towns I remember even as a kid it's weird that these places would have that impression of you as a kid uh, impression on you as a kid and you'd be going through and going oh fuck me this is depressing like, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. and that, that film is those towns that you drive, yeah. drive through and it's like oh god well I, I get it now because mm. like I've you know especially if you just moved you're watching yeah like, I'm thinking what is this place you know <laughs> yeah, yeah but I mean having now been here and you know taking some road trips around the country yeah. been through some of those towns where you're literally you go through them yeah it is the main street and it's the town is built on either side of and the main a, and street and there's a garage there that's yeah this. and then you're it's good in your rear view mirror suddenly and you're moving was, on to be fair to him that was an amazing performance for a comedian no it was and i mean now of course i think about that film and i'm like yeah that actually was pretty amazing yeah. um you know in hindsight yeah but it's not yeah but it's just just yeah there's too much of, of that stuff i think anyway well but then yeah but then there's things like what adam and paul bit of crack do you know those two films what those two films have in common now what's that the writer oh is it mark Mark o'halloran yeah Yeah. you're in you're in on the scene aren't you in the irish film industry well only because uh what i work at a a particular place where where they come in and have coffee yeah and i do i eavesdrop on their conversations well i no no wait no can you edit that out yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i mean they yeah you get to know people and if you're paying attention like that's what i like i yeah. like movies i like writers i like you know i want to know what's going on so yeah, yeah. you're I, an artistic buff for sure <laughs> don't make her i beg your pardon Stephen? while she's drinking but like i'm you, uh i'm an artistic buff is that yeah. a word well, I, don't know. I don't know like as, as long in, as i'm not in the buff yeah. um <laughs> God. <laughs> Welcome to Naked Podcast. I'm sure that's been spat done. In the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Yeah. Um, well, that's well, we were looking at changing the format up and doing that stuff. So maybe that'll be one week. <laughs> Naked Podcast. Yeah. Let's, How let's do we take, feel about this? Let's take it in turns. You go first. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, freezing. <laughs> I know. I turned the air conditioning on. I'm kidding. It's Ireland. There's no air conditioning. Oh my god. How have you? So what? How have you adjusted to Ireland? Do you enjoy it? Do you, you know? Yeah, eleven years on. So you think you're gonna stick around? Well, a lot of um, people, a lot of yeah, a lot of people kind of just end up here, and it's just like yeah. I mean, I had. Uh, Do you miss so, the US? Not really. I'll tell you. I'll tell you something, Stephen. Yes. Here's a little story. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So I was just back in the US for the first time in nine years. Oh wow! I had not been back for nine years. That's a big deal. It was a big deal. Like it was a really big deal, and. I went back to Virginia, which is where I had lived prior to moving here. And uh, the reason I went back was because I had to deal with my storage unit. I, storage. I am the cliche American who has been paying on a storage unit for 10 plus years. Oh, my God. And I finally had to go back and clean it out. And it was, let me tell you, it was some high trauma trauma really like, you know i'm talking about a lifetime of stuff 
You know, yeah. I've, I've got all the family stuff, everything. Shit. And I had to go and comb through all that shit. On your own? Well, I see now, I have a very good friend who flew out from Kansas City to help me. I've known him for years and years, and um, he was a rock. I was flipping out. There were just days where I was like, just shut the door on the unit. Just turn around. Let's just go. Let's let's never look back. And he'd be like, no, just calm down. Just open the door. We're going to get through this. You know, he had to talk me through it Fuck. because I was, I couldn't handle it. Yeah. It was rough. And it was also dirty. God, so, those storage units are gross. So it's like a, a, a cabin or a... No, it's like, it was like an indoor unit. Like, so it's okay. a big sort of compound yeah. you know and they have all these individual u units with a padlock on them so every day we would we had an airbnb it was about 10 minutes walk from this place we'd get up we'd have breakfast and then we'd go to the storage unit and just all day unload the storage unit comb through every box piles everywhere there's going to charity shops this is being given away we're going to try to sell this every single day for a week and it's just little by little. And then at the end of every day, you just have to shove it all back in. And then the next day, do it again. It was it was so hard. I had no idea it was going to be that hard. And, uh, and then at night, like, we'd be done. And there was all this talk because I hadn't seen my friend for so long. And it was like, oh, I'll cook for you. It'll be amazing. And we'll do this and we'll do that. Yeah, there was none of that bullshit. I was like, come on, let's just go get dinner. Like every night, we just go to a restaurant, stuff our face, go back to the Airbnb, and pass out because you would traumatized. You just couldn't do anything. I mean, he was like, he was fine. It's not yeah, his stuff, yeah. you know. He'd be like, "Look, they have this fun movie on," and you know, yeah. whatever. I'd just be like, "Good night." Yeah. And then I'd have my traumatic dreams about stuff I'd given away that had been whatever my grandfather's, and I'd be like, "I got to deal with it. I got to deal with it." Anyway, so the upshot was, why uh, did you have to clean it out? But what was the pressure well, that was put on for that? You can't keep paying okay, yeah. every okay. single month. I mean, it was ridiculous. I didn't want to think about how much money I'd spent over ten years, and my friend, which is how much? Yeah, he <laughs> he did the math. He did the maths. I was like, "Don't do the maths. Please, <laughs> just don't." Like that's. I'm so bad with that kind of thing. I'd literally have to sit down and like work it out with a calculator he just like so you have spent ten thousand dollars and i'm like why did you just tell me that i didn't want to know that i mean i could have what could i have been doing i don't know buying more crap to fill this apartment would you have liked to have gotten cut off the payment and then they just go we're gonna burn all that shit and then leave it. Oh yeah, like someone like Storage Wars comes, yeah, like yeah. a reality show shows dun, dun, dun. up. Yeah, and they that would have been it. a great film. What you did? I know. I thought about that when we got there. I was like, this would be a really cool little documentary. Really cool. But then once we got into it, I was like, fuck making a film. Let's just get through this alive. Yeah, like yeah. I can't even. Um. Anyway, so the upshot was got rid of a very large storage unit and downsized to a much smaller unit. Oh, you did get another unit. Okay. I had to. Like, okay. there's just some things, you know, you, all the photographs and this and that. Like, you just can't get rid of those. Anyway. Did you bring some stuff to Ireland? Yeah, I did. And let me tell you what that amounted to. I brought back, like, four jumpers, <laughs> three cookbooks, and, um, I don't know, some socks. Like, it's weird. Wow. You know, it was a panic at the end. It's just like, throw shit into the suitcase. Let's go, let's go, let's go. And then suddenly you're like, why did I bring this stuff back? 
why did I keep this stuff? Yeah. I have a wooden duck over in the corner there, like a little child's toy. And I'm like, why did I bring oh, that back? That's sweet. My daughter has something very similar. Oh, does she? Except it's a, it's a mouse on, on oh, the wheels, but the same yeah, type and of it's thing. Like the, and you walk around with yeah, it. Yeah, the slap, 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 slap. Yeah, 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 I love it. Yeah. That's really sweet. Anyway, so I brought that back, but that's probably the only thing. Everything I'm looking around this room going, nope, nothing in here. So Oops. when you were growing up in the US, was it the very American thing of that you lived around a little bit, that you moved a lot? Well, no. I mean, a lot of people would have done that, but we didn't. I mean, I grew up in Oregon, um, and my family all kind of migrated out there from the Midwest, and uh, I... We never went anywhere. We weren't big vacation people. We right. didn't really like occasionally we'd go to the beach or something, but we don't really go anywhere. So I I'm think completely ignorant now. Oregon's on I know it's on the it's, west. It's on the west coast. It's the one above California. Oh, so, so, it, yeah, like, so it does have beaches and stuff. Yeah, like that. it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like poor you know, I grew up Beaverton's a, a suburb of Portland, so it's only like whatever, an hour and a half to the coast or something. And you know, it's beautiful, but it's a very outdoorsy place. People go to the mountains and they ski. There's hiking. You can go kayaking and do all that shit. People wear Birkenstocks and fucking patchouli. You still and, wear oh. Birkenstocks, don't you? Don't you what? even, sir. No, sorry. God, I hate Birkenstocks. Oh, really? Sorry. Oh, my God, all that I stuff. I thought they're coming back in now. Oh, that's great. They can come in all they want. <laughs> they're not coming in this house. I'll tell you what. No, I hate Birkenstocks. That was the problem. I was just like this fat, lumpy kid who'd sit on the couch, you know, bowling. Jesus, like, that's such great exercise. <laughs> and good at Miss Pac. Yeah, playing Miss Pac-Man, you know, mostly I was just like, Dad, buy me the new Atari. You know, I mean, that's where I was at. Or Pong. God, I'm that Atari. old. Atari? What's Atari? Oh, oh Lord Dad, love a duck. Are you hearing this, people? What's an Atari? Oh, Jesus. Lord love what, a duck. What that's are you like? Janie Mackers, he didn't even know what an Atari was. I'm sorry, that was my terrible Irish oh, accent. Oh, man, there's like, the Irish accent is hilarious. I, I realize Siri just, oh, so on the iPhone, the smartphone, you update, the, sometimes it sends you a message saying yeah, you yeah, need yeah. to update the software, it takes an hour to do it, whatever like that. <laughs> And they've added Irish Siri to it. No. Right? What does that sound like? It's does the it most like patronizing me? bullshit ever. It's just oh. like, you better bring an umbrella today, Stephen. <gasps> What's the weather going to be like today? You better bring an umbrella. You are <laughs> fucking kidding me. I could have gotten that gig. That's true. That's true. I've got an amazing Hollywood Irish accent. Oh, yeah? It's so far from reality. Yes. But it's what Hollywood needs. Tom when Cruise needs. kind of type stuff. Yeah. yeah or yeah. what Julia Roberts and Julia Michael, Roberts, Michael Collins. Collins yeah. Oh, that was appalling. Michael, Michael. I love you, Mike. <laughs> I love I love you now I do Mick I don't know why my my accent's always like a do me Michael <laughs> do me do me now and do it hard Michael oh stick your big member in me oh, oh that was a line that's a proclamation far. we're talking about Michael <laughs> I do proclaim <laughs> yeah so you stuck in Beavertown the most <laughs> yeah that's that Beaver, was a segue that's Beaverton <laughs> Beaverton sorry yeah. you know what and that's home of a Nike world headquarters and yes that's Nike if you're really on. yeah yeah that's where uh, Nike, Nike is, is based there yeah right? they okay. are they have their so, huge campus there so then is it, it's a busy enough town because it's got such a big industry yeah there? I mean it's it's one of those places like when I was a kid it was a it was just a small suburb and there wasn't really much going on it would be the butt of a lot of jokes yeah. you know but um, I, you know, I've been back for a long time, a very long time. Like it's, I don't know, maybe fifteen years. And uh, the last time so I was you, you there, you didn't even go when you went to the the storage. No, 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 no. I just went to deal with my storage unit. Um, 
And I, yeah, yeah, yeah. The storage unit like took uh, priority over family. You know, I was like, no, no, Aunt Marlene and mom and everybody. No, no, I won't be back to Oregon. I'll just be dealing with my storage unit. Right. Anyway, yeah, they've they've come to expect that and so much less of me. Um, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so it's grown. It's huge. Like Nike moved in and then there was a lot of um, immigration during the late 70s, early 80s from Southeast Asia. Uh, okay. There was a huge influx of um, a lot of Cambodians, uh, the Khmer Rouge and all that stuff that happened politically. A lot of that. Ended Koreans up, as well? No. Yeah, it could be. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. Okay. My knowledge about this is fairly limited. But anyway, <laughs> what's happened is a massive and vibrant Asian community is now in Beaverton. Like That's it's, cool. Yeah, it's a huge... Good um, for food, eh? Yeah, amazing food. Yeah. I mean, and I feel like I was really lucky because we had amazing Asian food when I was a kid and it's like it just kind of opened up a lot of things because boy I'll tell you what I love food yeah. I love some food I love food oh god it's so good it is is that another addictive thing it, oh please yeah, yeah well, of I'm, I'm genuinely it's like I'm not gay, but I've noticed my bad, bad eating habits and how energy levels change and my stomach becomes so bloated <laughs> I saw some really embarrassing photos of me playing football recently and I'm like holy shit are you I'm kidding be honestly like Honestly, you wouldn't. You seem very fit. I, I, yeah. But see, I've gotten away with it. See, because I, 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 I played competitively from the age of seven to twenty three, twenty four. Played competitively, like Football, what tag? Ma- mainly soccer. I don't know. <laughs> mainly <laughs> soccer. Mainly soccer. But played, I see. I see. I played the Gaelic games as well, like. All right. um, uh, hurling and getting football and all that stuff yeah and uh, so then when i stopped playing and then i started a band and all that, i was always just skinny you know i but started now, a band yeah you started a band Did you don't know that no, no i didn't know yeah, that a band. Yeah, yeah. Jesus Couple of years. that was my what? first ever artistic output of yeah anything. yeah and what was this band it was called fathom at the start and then it was the brass next pretty like like standard at the time there was plenty loads of four sure, four sure. piece indie rock yeah. kind of stuff um, and we went for we only went for a couple of years and then I did a little bit of solo stuff and then I ended up in acting right and then ended up in stand up so um, I feel like we've just met like really? we're sitting down no because you know if I can go back in time just a little bit like Absolute you telly. you contacted me about mm-hmm. this whole thing and yes. I realized I don't really know Stephen at all. <laughs> That's not and we've only met like once or twice prior to doing this as far as like kind of planning it or what we're going to do or whatever. Yeah. And it was suddenly like, you're telling me all this stuff about you. And I'm like, I didn't know any of this stuff. How did I not know this stuff? Yeah. Because we yeah. just kind of had the crap. We, so, so. we, we so. used to work together. Right, yeah. we can't name the institution. Do you know what I mean? Because we might, we might, might get libeled. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. I but, know. But uh, we yeah. used to work together and that was... Um, when did I, that was fart, that was me making a noise. No, um, yeah. <laughs> let's let's clarify that. I think it's like six, seven years ago, which it doesn't feel that long. God, it doesn't. Because I went to London in 2014, yeah. and I think I left that place in either 2012 or 2013, yeah. maybe 13. So that's six, seven, that's six years ago. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Like you would, you know, for the amount of time I've been here, uh, you're one of the people I've known the longest. Well, wow, that Isn't is that crazy. strange. And and he that will not be named. Yeah, and he that will not be named. Yeah, there's that. And a few other people. But uh, yeah. yeah, that's nuts. And we just kind of, like, I wouldn't even say we kept in touch, but like I'd no. call in and still see and stuff like that. Yeah. And we'd, we'd always have the crack. Exactly. Um, but, it's just uh, funny. But I loved, I always loved, well, I always loved working with you because it was, <laughs> it's the stuff you'd say to customers, like, oh, and it's not wrong. But yeah. you, you'd say, I'm sorry, sir. Are you having a bad day? Do you want to go outside and come back in and try again? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
I know. I just, I'm amazed when people hear where I work and they say, oh my God, I love that place. You guys are so nice. And my first reaction is always, really? You haven't met me. I know. I'm like, was I there that day? Yeah. I just assume I'm always like a stone cold bitch to everybody. Well, but the irony of it being that maybe Irish people, customers don't necessarily get your irony sometimes because they always give out to Americans for that. Like Americans don't get irony, but like, uh, yeah, you say stuff sometimes and I am like, Bending over, laughing, and, uh, and the customer hasn't got it. Yeah, they didn't get it. Uh, I know. Well, but the, it's a lot to ask. Like, I have to get up super early, get there, get the place open, and I'm I'm kind of awake by the time the first customer comes in. And yeah. once they like trip through the door, they're barely their eyes are barely open. No eye contact. No please and thank you. What's that yeah, all about? Yeah, but at the same time, it's a bit much to ask. Like, here's my witty repartee. Are yeah, you yeah. Are you ready for me? Yeah. And, and of course, they're like just coffee. <laughs> so of course, they're not ready. Um, and, and so I'm sorry. I'm so sorry for everything. Uh, but the problem with that is, you know, I think when you're when I was in my 20s and I was working in cafes the thing that kept it interesting was that you're in your 20s everybody is interesting yeah. I feel like you know that's very true you you're you don't understand that there are a limited amount of stories in the world. There are, there's kind of a limited amount of people and personalities. And eventually, you meet quite a few of them. Mm. And then it gets a bit stale and a bit tiring. However, when you're in your 20s, everybody's a possibility yeah. for something. Yeah, you know, that's be very it, true. Be it romance or a story or a friendship or you know whatever the case may be. And, uh, and it was just fascinating to me, all the people that I would meet. But now I'm at another point in my life where I'm still doing this kind of work and yet I'm like oh Jesus as soon as they come in it's like hello I'm like oh my god I know everything about you yeah. and of course I don't like that's an assumption that's a terrible assumption but, but you know you'd, you'd be surprised at how much you do know because like having lived away for four years in London and then having come back and you, I meet people in the street that I used to make coffee for and they're like oh shit and I'm like oh how's this how's that or you know and they're mm. like you know yeah. you do know them on a level that they forget about sometimes yeah that's true and it is the best way I've I've often said it's the best way to meet a city yeah is to wor- is work in cafes because not even in bars because that's a different that's a different ball yeah, game yeah, yeah. people are off their heads etc etc absolutely working in cafes you're seeing them starting their day and all that kind of stuff and absolutely I forget my dad coming to visit me in London and walking down the street and everyone saying hello to me and he was like geez the comedy's going well Liz. I was like no no I make coffee for them <laughs> <laughs> that's it that's yeah, it yeah. and you're constantly like nodding at people yeah. and oh yes hello and oh there's flat white and but whatever then you do get to an age where it's just like you know i'm done with new stuff yeah yeah i mean oh i hate to put it like that because it sounds so cynical but there is sort of like my dance card's full i yeah, don't want to yeah. do this anymore yeah um which of course then begs the question of like well jenna why are you still doing it you yeah. know and it's like it's so complicated i don't even know how to answer that but uh i don't know do you remember your first cafe did you ever work in a proper diner or did they have them was it i didn't i've never really worked in that i've never done table service have you not (laughs) i've never been able to commit enough another ball game isn't it service industry to be a while to do that as well i worked in a place in london it took me a while to because i i got into the job because of the coffee and then they're like we'll just start doing some table service and Spill, spilling wine over customers is no fun. Oh my god! Not the most mortifying thing ever. Yeah. that's worse than stand up. Yeah, <laughs> I can imagine. I Have mean, you ever thought of doing stand up? Um, that's yeah, a yes. I fuck. I don't. I don't know what that means. I guess when people, because I, I hear that a lot. People are like, "You should do stand up," and uh, I just think. 
I suppose when I think about stand-up, I think about it as being um, topical. Like there's some kind of political kind of edge to things. And I'm not really like that. I don't, I don't, I'm that person. I don't keep up with the news enough. I don't feel like okay, I have anything to bring to it. So it would be what observational. And then I just think, God, I'm such a whiny fucker. Like it would just be a case of me going up there and whining away about yeah, this and the world and it's terrible. And why are people assholes? Blah. And I'm like, isn't there quite enough of that out there? So I don't know. I, you know, you overthink it and then you don't do anything because you're like, I've just thought of 10 reasons not to do stand-up. Yeah, I've, you've, you've written your hour and you've done, and they won't like this and the tour would be awful and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, so I'm exactly. Not doing, all before even getting them off the couch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. I mean, I did, you know, back in 2010 or something, there was a fringe show I did, which I suppose in essence was stand-up. I've heard about this, yeah. yeah. This legendary fringe this show. legendary. But... I mean, that was a show. Like, it was a 50-minute show, and I suppose, yeah, that's what stand-up is. But so what I, was that show? I mean, it was just about... God, <laughs> there's a theme here. <laughs> it was about me working in cafes. No way. Yeah. Right. Did you know? yeah I didn't so, know what it was. I don't think I knew what it was about. No, yeah. I knew that you did it. Uh, so, yeah, it was just about working in cafes and then deciding I don't want to work in cafes anymore and then going to school to not work in cafes and getting, a, you know, a degree and then getting another degree and then, wah, wah, I'm back in cafes. You so know? you did go do a couple of degrees? Oh, yeah, yeah. I got my undergrad in art history. And then that's what I moved here to do a master's in ah. film. So I went to UCD. And so did, you are an artistic buff. Yeah. <laughs> film buff. Yeah, that's a thing now. Yeah. An artistic yeah. buff. <laughs> um, <laughs> and by the sounds of it, a bit autistic as well from the Miss Pack. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Do you Al- think you do, do you reckon you've um not Alzheimer's? That's not the one. Uh, I do forget things. Asperger's. Actually, I wonder sometimes. On a spectrum of sorts. Well, I think we're all sort of on the spectrum, I think but so. no, I have a hard time making eye contact with people, which is sort of a no, symptom. No, don't say that now. <laughs> I know. We're both gonna be looking now, at like that. staring off into corners. Yeah. But you know, I do this thing, and I've noticed it's hilarious. I'll be talking to someone. And then I just kind of shift my gaze into the middle distance, but continue talking yes. as if I'm still looking at them. And Do you know what? That's as if it's as if you, you realize, oh, I'm actually in, in, a, in a play here, so I better perform to the crowd. I don't know what that is. But then inevitably what happens is the person I'm talking to turns around to look to see what I'm looking at. And it's like, of course, I'm not looking at anything. I'm just staring off into space. And it's like. I don't know what that is. If it's because I deal with people all day that I have no psychic energy left to give right, to a real right, conversation. Yeah. Uh, and I just kind of like drift off in the middle of things. God, yeah. that's it. All my friends are going to be like, oh, that's why she doesn't look at me. She can't I remember, I remember, me. Yeah, yeah, I remember a guy giving out to me in school for, uh, he said to me, look, oh, that, that came right in there. <laughs> oh, sorry. Did <laughs> sorry, I, did, I didn't provide Jenna with the earphones today. I don't but know what there, I sound like. There was a guy who uh, it was in school with, and he got really annoyed at me one day and just came up to me and goes, look, how do you like it? How do you like it? And he starts talking to me, making eye contact, and then looking to the top of my head. And I was like, oh, sorry, do I do that? He's like, every time you talk to me, you make eye contact, and then you check the top of my head all the time. What's wrong with my head? I'm like, oh, sorry, I didn't realize I do that. Oh, my God. <laughs> and obviously, he already had some like security issues about top did was he what you were how old i just think i just eight uh, years old and he was going bald or something he's like don't look at 
my bald spot. It was in second school. He did have a triangular shaped head, but I don't think I was checking it out. <laughs> Isosceles? Yeah. Or? <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. So the upshot of it, like Jenna, look, you don't realize that Jenna was like, if we do, if we do more than half an hour, it's too much. But I'm gonna, we'll, we'll knock it in the head here because we've done forty minutes. Oh my god! Yeah. See, I'm just amazed by this because I don't listen to podcasts. Didn't even know what a podcast was. I re- what does pod mean? Yeah, yeah. What is no? I'm at, That's a good question. No, but I I looked it up and it means something like something on demand, program on demand. Oh, is that P O D stands for? Okay, I right. think so. Yeah, but okay, so. A, I'm confused as to why people would want to listen to a couple of people just waffle on yeah. for, you know... But let's, let's not break, the, break like, t- tell them all that this is going to be a pile of shit. Why would you listen to this, guys? <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> sorry. I mean, I, I, this is me kind of being negative. Sorry, that's my default mode, but yeah. Well, but, well, the, but the idea is that, oh, like, sorry. you know, Jenna's going Jenna's gonna to come and join us uh, from time to time, and we're going to do yeah. different things. We're going to we're gonna be talking. We're going to have uh, the listener sending in questions, Jenna, and oh. Jenna going to ask that. All that kind just of like stuff. a radio program exactly. of old exactly oh i love it and have an interaction with our audience and bring some you know talk about what you guys want to talk about i think jenna is a good person to bounce all this shit off. i have opinions that nobody asked for <laughs> you know what i don't even need your questions folks because i'll give my opinions anyway exactly. yeah but we can't we can't we can't be going like and asking next week go and give your uh give these questions to blah blah, blah. they had to meet jenna first so this is meeting jenna you know? oh hi i'm jenna yep <laughs> That's me. Jenna is a... Fi- what did you say? You came up to your master's in... Film. Film. Mm, after theory. art history. Yeah. Yeah, and why are you still working in cafes? Is because mm. you can't get jobs in that stuff, can you? Yeah, I mean, I was actually working uh, at the Irish Film Archive, and then 2008 happened, and oh, everything yeah. bottomed out. And I think my contract maybe would have been renewed, but No. It didn't happen. And that's why I had to go back to cafes because it was just a case of, I got to make some money. God damn. Yeah. So, but you know, I'm in it. And even though I piss and moan about it a lot, I mean, it is kind of great to meet people. We wouldn't be here. We would not be here. <laughs> if it weren't for the people. If it weren't for the people. Um, so yeah, we're going to be asking questions or having conversations about what you guys want to talk about. Donald Trump and all that kind of no, thing. No, I'm just no, totally joking. Please. That's so boring. Oh, so boring. Yeah. Politics is... I, I, I saw a quote from somebody. It was like the headline of a YouTube clip of like uh, something along the lines of if you get caught up in the political conversation, you've lost straight away. Do you know what I mean? It's true. If you don't think about that shit yeah. and you live outside of it yeah. to a point like... Because we're all wrapped up in it. Yeah. It doesn't... doesn't <sighs> We're not the policymakers. I know people will be like, but we vote. Yeah, yes, we vote. We vote. And then just forget about it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can only hope for the best. Yeah. And I'm not very hopeful. And these ultimately, system wise, the only thing that's going to change everything, I think, is our is the, the, the babies. The babies? <laughs> yeah. Well, in 20 years' time, they're going to be going, what the fuck are you guys giving out about a blah? Yeah. That's going to be all weird. Yeah, all yeah, yeah. It's all going to change naturally. It's just, it's just baggage upon baggage of generation on generation. It like, is. Yeah. Brexit is because of uh, now we're actually getting into politics. But <laughs> I know, and I'm suddenly I'm like starting to glaze over here. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stephen, I'm just going to turn it over to you now. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. all your relationship advice, your problems in the bedroom, your political <laughs> issues, and all that, we can send them to Jenna via my Instagram, and then I'll bring them to Jenna. Yeah, I don't have the I'll Instagram. I'll write them down. She doesn't have the Instagram. No. Do you have the Facebook? I do have the 
no wait i shouldn't say that because yeah. then i'll be like well we don't know we don't know how to spell your name or how that's to right because it's an american either. name and everyone spells it wrong here yeah yeah oh my god <laughs> i'm like did that get me out of it they're like oh she's got the facebook do you hear her admit it and then stop herself yeah she has got the facebook got but the yeah facebook. we're going to say we're going to have some uh fun over the next few weeks do an old school radio show with jenna yeah let's do that and also i understand that these podcasts often uh solve crimes and <laughs> i love a mystery oh so if you have like an unsolved brutal murder from you know up to 35 years ago send it in let's see what we can do with it steven wow you can do some theories you can find the patterns in it yeah patterns i can miss pac-man the shit out of your ancient cold case have you any way of playing pac-man these days or i don't i've given it up as i say for the solitaire for for medical reasons (laughs) for medical actually my wrist went yeah i I carpal tunnel from the time i was 12 because of all the ms pac-man did you ever ever have games consoles growing up yeah the atari we talked about that you you never told me what that was oh yeah so the atari 2600 you you turned the the knob at the top for the that was part of it that was one of the pieces you could play um night driver with that or you could have the joystick wow and then that's you could play pac-man at home but it was never as good as the arcade game yeah yeah do you go to you, have you ever there's token down in smithfield has all the old school arcade games yeah i'm i'm no, over sorry. it i'm past it i'm trying it. to get you hooked again yeah i know <laughs> i'm like jesus you, you pusher here you want to play some jumper i don't know i can't even think of any <laughs> what's our game called jumper that um, sounds pretty mortal Kombat suicidal. and street fighter and all that shit was what, what, what was big when i was growing up oh mm. yeah muerto quambat remember how christopher lambert said it in the movie <laughs> and then they went to that crazy like dance music or whatever it was ladies and gentlemen that was jenna logan and you're going to be seeing her you won't be seeing her actually no sorry. don't sorry. look at me that's the point of the podcast yes yeah, don't see my face you're going to be hearing a lot from jenna very soon bye hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.